Travel Saturday with Sarah and Ed on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. With Visit New Jersey, from sky to shore, from sun to snow, with winning historic cities. See visitnj.org. Sarah Slattery, the travel expert, is here with the ultimate holiday checklist. 20 things to do before you go. Uh, This is great. I wish I had this two weeks ago. Sarah, where were you? (laughs) All right. Let's start with the obvious, your documents. Yeah, well, I mean, I think at this stage we're all on the countdown and you're sort of almost looking for things to do. So I assume by now most people have got their, checked their passports, but obviously if you haven't, that's a given. But just also check, like, there's still a couple of things people forget about, like, um, you still need an ESTA to go to the States if you're going to somewhere like Turkey, your passport needs to be valid for six months. So just maybe have a quick Google at the Department of Foreign Affairs website, make sure there's no restrictions in the country you're going to and that you have all your documents or testing or any sorts of inoculation mm-hmm. dress like that you need to go in long haul that, that they're up to date no harm to check that before yeah. you go actually with the ESTA there's a particular website to go on because we were stung before we went on to the one where they, they charged a fortune for it and it was it was like a, almost like a third party who did it for you you don't need to do that you can you can get it much cheaper yeah the main Department of Homeland Security website that it's the standard one yeah. um, that you don't need to go into any third party no don't google more. it don't google it go to yeah exactly because that's where people get stuck I think I have a link in my post I'm sure I do anyway if not okay. I'll add it in great okay um, the luggage uh, allowances now we thought we were great <laughs> with our luggage we got to the airport and our 20 kilo bag was 22 kilo and oh, you want to see me there I was trying to take a few things out obvious things like that yeah I mean I find now I've, I'm, I really try not to check in a bag especially if you're going in the summertime and you know if the weather's going to be good you can get away without it's hard in the winter or if you're going in May or something but if you're going in July August and you know you're going to have 30 degrees or whatever you're going to have like just you really should only be, you should get away with a 10 kilo case get one of those really lightweight bags um, you know, I love the Samsonite Light Shock, but there's cheap ones and pennies as well. Mm. Just the really, really lightweight ones to maximise. Get rid of any trunkies or anything like that if you're travelling with kids because they're just not practical. No. Give everyone, as long as the kids can wheel a 10 kilo case, let them off. And I found there the last couple of times, you get away with about 10.9 on those um, self-service check-ins. So you almost get 11 kilos now before you're caught. And of course, you can bring your, your bag on board. The other thing to remember is that our lingus will let you check in a 10 kilo bag for free now, which is huge, you know. So mm. really take advantage of that. It means you can bring whatever liquids you want as well. You're not worrying about keeping things under 100 mil if you check it in. If you're with Ryanair and you're bringing it on, on board, it's a different story. So obviously, you know, just check what kind of luggage allowance you have, whether if you are bringing it on board, that you have your, you get your proper liquids under 100 mils ready and all that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. um, so there, there is a little bit of planning involved. With and actually, that. yeah, the, the cabin cases that you can buy, you need to be careful. They can only be certain dimensions, can't they? Yeah, again, go on. It's a pretty standard, most of them now, but go on to the airline's website if you're unsure if you have an old case and just make sure it, it does fit the dimensions. They're all listed on airlines. Right? And every airline's different, you know. In some of the long-haul carriers, the cabin baggage might only be 7 kilos, it might be 10. So they all kind of have different uh, amounts. Some allow, some charge it to check them in, some don't charge it to check them in. Like even Aer Lingus and Ryanair have very, very different policies. So uh, it's, again, it's important to to be aware of, of what you actually have. Now, we spoke before, Sarah, about um, how to avoid losing your luggage and you're a big fan of the AirTags, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, they're really, really handy. I mean, and they're so cheap. They're like €35. Euro. 
So I kind of think everybody should just have one. You know, I know families who use them, put them on their kids' bikes when they're going off so in case their bikes get robbed. You oh, know, there's, there's just no harm to have one. You know, you can get a pack of three and you can put them in all cases, but it's just, it's peace of mind. It's known when you're sitting on that plane and you're four hours in and, you, you know, you know you're, you can check, oh, my bag is on the plane. I can relax and kick mm-hmm. back and have a glass of wine. Yeah, I need you one of them for my car case. Always <laughs> losing them. All right, uh, travel insurance is a big thing. It's only when something happens you go, oh God, why didn't I get it? You know, nobody wants to think things will go wrong, do they? I mean, it's just, if the holidays are such a happy time, it's positive thinking. You, you don't want to go even go down that route. And a lot of people think that they can depend on the European Health Insurance card, the EHIC, but that only covers you in a public hospital. It doesn't cover you if you have to stay over there and, you know, change your flights, come back early, come back late. If your baggage goes missing, if you need something like an air ambulance or anything major. Mm. So, you know, in travel insurance, one of the cheapest parts of the holidays. So really, you just should not leave home without it. Yeah. COVID has thought of anything. <laughs> you have to have travel insurance. I know, I know. A pal of mine, uh, not too long ago, this year actually broke his leg on a long weekend away and thought that he'd be covered. But there was some issue with couldn't get into a public hospital, had to go private. And I think his bill was three and a half grand or something. Yeah, that's the one thing about it. Even in Europe, look, the European health care, it only covers you in a public hospital. Yeah. It's the same service you, ha- you get here. Some countries' public service system in Europe is great, but there's plenty that isn't, you know. So mm. if you need an emergency and you need to go private, you need to have your travel insurance without a doubt. And it's important that you book it at least two weeks in advance because a lot of insurance policies have moratoriums in place, particularly for cancellation. It's to stop people knowing they've cancelled their holiday for some reason or another and taking out insurance the day before and then ringing up the next day and cancelling. Yeah. So it's, it, there's a two-week moratorium for a lot of issues for COVID or cancellation and things like that. So make sure you book. I mean, you should really book your insurance when you should book your holiday. But I know a lot of us don't. But at least, at least book a two weeks before. OK. Um, you also mentioned in your post there about the, uh, the car hire excess insurance this is brilliant for anybody who's hiring a car. You can actually get a yearly policy. It's €49 Euro in Europe or a single trip, a single policy of 2 99 a day. Now, I don't know if you've hired cars, but you know these people at the desks. They're the best sales people known to Oh, math. listen, we've gone in and hired cars and we're like, how did that actually cost us the price of a house? Like, like, and they, they just blind you with signs. They sell you, they tell you you're going to have an accident and it's going to cost you five grand and you just, you're tired, kids hanging out, you, you just want to get to your apartment. So you pay whatever they ask basically which you shouldn't do but at least by having the car hire access you book it before you go typically car hire access would charge you between 15 and 30 euro a day at the desk and if you book it before you go it's 2.99 a day so it's like yeah. unbelievable difference. Can't recommend it enough. I always get it. Yeah. Now, some people might go on holidays and they, they don't really know what they're going to do from day to day. But you're a big fan of an itinerary and booking stuff in advance. I know. I'm, I'm a bit of a planner now, I have to say. But I the think you're right because yeah, the last reason. thing you want is to turn up to something and, and figure out that you can't get in that day because it's not on that day or they close on a Sunday or they're sold out. Well, that's true. I mean, there's, there's that, there's absolutely that, because particularly if you're going in July, August, it's peak season. I mean, I, I'm going to Greece at the end of July. I tried to book a boat trip there Jeez, the other a day. holiday? And, what? I know, imagine. Ah, Sarah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it's like, it's still, like, it's five weeks away and the, the, it's full. I can't believe it. I can't get this wow. boat trip and I should have booked it months ago. Uh, but one thing I also like about booking things in advance is you tend to go, you know, whereas when you get to a place and you're lying on your lovely sun lounger and the pool is in front of you, you get a bit lazy. Mm. So the week could have gone by and you haven't done anything. So at least if you pre-book it, I mean, most of them you can cancel 24 hours or 48 hours in advance anyway. So you don't really have anything to lose. 
But at least if you've something booked, you're more inclined to actually go and do that trip yeah. or do the boat trip or do whatever it is. So I always recommend at least booking one thing. Probably something you can't do at home would be even better. But just have something because it definitely helps you actually. It makes the whole experience, the holiday experience, all the better. I think, oh, just, we, we did a, sp- a speedboat and my daughter hasn't been the same since. She's traumatised. <laughs> All right. Okay. Foreign currency. Now we're so used to the euro. Sometimes we don't even think about this. I know. And like there's so many different ways. I think a lot of people are used to Revolut now. But there is, I mean, there's one really handy thing that OnPost have brought out, particularly if you're going to the States or if you're going somewhere where you are watching currency. OnPost is great. There's no currency charges. Firstly, if you are changing cash there, which is great. A lot of people aren't aware of that. But they have a, a money card as well. And they've, they've developed this new thing on the app, which I really like. So if you download the app, you can actually track the foreign currency. So if you're not going to later in the year, you can set up a rate alert. So say you want the dollar to be, you know, whatever, 120 or one, whatever it is. You can watch, well, actually, when it gets to this price, I'm going to buy. And you can set up that rate alert on the OnPost Money app. And it's really, really handy because, it's, especially if you're going, if you're on Christmas shopping in the States. Yeah, that's deadly. A really really handy one that's a kind of a new thing but i've used the on post currency card a few times and it's really really handy and um, because you can change money without any fees literally you can do it via the app very instantly like it's a really good one to have it's changed hasn't it the old remember the old days going in into the bank weeks in advance trying to get your yeah. your money changed booking <laughs> it in um another one i like on your list here is contacting the hotel about the facilities that they have and what's in the room because i after coming back from this holiday i realized i shouldn't have brought half the stuff that I brought. Yeah, particularly, I mean, that's true, particularly with families, because in this day and age of expensive luggage fees and bags going missing and all sorts of things, you just want to bring the least amount you can. And especially family hotels, you'd be amazed the baby equipment they have available, whether it's boogies or sterilizers or bottle warmers. A lot of them actually have the equipment there. You just have to ask for it and you just have to request it's in your room. They may only have a certain number, so you need to pre-book it. But also, not necessarily families, but for couples or someone who wants you know a ground floor a sea view they don't want to be up and down stairs or near a noisy nightclub or if you have special requests most people don't bother contacting the hotel so do it you know send the email at least if you get there and you're at reception you can say look I've already asked for this you may not be guaranteed to get it but you certainly have a better chance if you've asked for an advance and you've emailed the hotel yeah we put in a request for early check-in because we were arriving at about 10 in the morning and check-in was until 3 and in fairness I think they managed to get us in at about maybe was it half 11 or so so they had a priority to get our room cleaned and so if you do that if you're arriving early do ask for the early check-in and they'll get your room cleaned as soon as they can another thing that I noticed in our hotel sure I brought the hair dryer and everything the shampoos conditioners all the rest with me and our hotel had actually I think it's it's the first a really good hair dryer normally they're awful and um, really fancy kind of shampoos conditioners shower gels all that stuff in the hotel you know the way when they're attached to the wall Uh, not the little tiny ones that you you sneak home with you and I was like oh my god I I shouldn't have brought all that stuff and actually another thing beach towels they gave us uh, three beach towels and I had gone into pennies and bought three of them and brought them in the luggage so that well, probably that probably that's weighed really an awful lot yeah so and I'd say a lot of people wouldn't think I wouldn't have even thought that give you beach towels so that's yeah. a great one yeah, like brilliant. that's exactly what the type of thing to find out because we all bring way too much stuff that we don't need at all and then you wear the same three things over and over mm. so we won't go through the whole list because you have 20 here but there is a good one duty free click and collect 
Well, this is, again, it's probably tying in with the luggage thing, you know. So if you want to buy stuff in Dublin Airport or whichever airport you're leaving and you don't want to bring liquid, so you might buy a big bottle of perfume or something like that or alcohol and you don't want to bring it back with you or you can't because you're stuck on on, on 10 kilos, just Mm. use the click and collect. You can order it actually three months would you believe in advance in Dublin Airport and Cork Airport up to 12 hours before your flight if you're travelling within the EU and just pick it up on your way back and you often sometimes see if you sign up to their newsletter the loop you'll see offers coming in so you know the way you see them in Brown Hamilton boots and that you buy two products and you get a free makeup bag with whatever you know the loop do stuff like that as well so you can actually book it months in advance and have it and know you'll get it when you're when you're coming out to um, the other side yeah. and Shannon and Knock in fairness do a similar thing they don't do it online but they do a shop and collect so when you're actually in duty free you can say look you can buy it there at the counter and then collect it when, you, when you're coming back so it's not an online thing but it's still a similar system it just saves you carrying stuff that you don't necessarily need with you you know yeah another one as well uh, your transfers booking your transfers because I know there will be some people who, who go on the package deal and they have the coach collect them from the airport bring them to their hotel but then you might not have that as well we did that actually we had the, the guy waiting there with the sign with our name when we arrived and it's so handy instead of thinking right we're now at the airport how do we get to our hotel absolutely Absolutely. You can pre-book, even if you haven't got a package booked, most places you can pre-book transfers now. There's lots of transfer companies you can do it for. Mm. At least you know exactly how much it's going to cost. I would always really recommend booking transfers if you can. If you are dead set on getting a taxi, just download Uber or one of the the apps beforehand because they're usually, particularly in places like Portugal, they're much cheaper than the regular taxis. Mm. And you can also kind of know exactly how much it's going to cost or even a quick Google search before you get to the airport to say, well, look, how much is the trap? And much as a typical taxi from, you know, Faro Airport to Albufeira. So, you know, if you jump in and they say 50 euro, you're going, no, hold on, that's not right. Or, you know, yeah, so it looks yeah. even just kind of feel it because taxi scams, I'm sorry for any taxi man out there listening, but taxi scams are notorious for tourists when you're away. So yeah. just be prepared and, and know kind of approximate prices that you're going to be paying. Okay, if anybody wants to go to Portugal, we used a company called Yellowfish Transfers and they were very good. And actually, I think they ended up being cheaper. Some friends were used to taxi and I think they were the, the transfer company which is you think a transfer company would be more pricey but I think they were cheaper just a, a couple of things uh, obviously you're checking in online beforehand and uh, checking out your data roaming most places I was in Andorra this year and you don't even think like because you just think automatically think Europe is fine but because it's not actually in the EU got like hit with a huge bill when I came Did back you? Yeah, so it's just a matter of being aware, particularly if you're travelling to the States or something like that. An awful lot of the time you can buy these eSIMs, which are much cheaper. You can buy, God, I think you can even buy them on Amazon. But you, just a quick Google on each country and you can get generally a separate SIM and um, it will save you a fortune if you don't want to use your roaming or at least make a call to your phone company before you go to make sure you know what to expect, what kind of prices it is. So uh, you can make a decision then whether to go and buy an eSIM or, or what you want to do yeah. beforehand. Okay, super. Well, that list is up there. All 20 things, uh, your ultimate holiday checklist on The Travel Expert, thetravelexpert.ie. Thanks, Sarah. Chat to you next Thanks week. Thanks a million, Trina. Travel Saturday with Sarah and Ed on Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. With Visit New Jersey, from sky to shore, from sun to snow, with winning historic cities. See visitnj.org.